Is there not an entire section on this subject? Yes, yes, that's unfair. I may have, I may have changed my mind about either. Is, is your, is your book for sale about? Yes. I'm not sure. I just go and try and do a better job. Let me tell you. Say it like you mean it. This is my body. Yo, Trey. What up? I got something to say. Hey, what's going on, everybody? Welcome back to Let Me Tell You, episode 92. I'm your host, the Evangelical Norm. So we are a, a day late again. This is nothing to do with construction or anything. Intentionally, I put off a day. I was getting ready to record this podcast yesterday and uh, started seeing stuff as they were coming up on uh, different things. Bill Barr uh, resigned from as uh, Attorney General. Um, uh, and then there were things saying that Nevada had actually voted Trump in the electoral college. And then that became Arizona had actually voted Trump. So I wanted to wait a day cause I was, I mean, the intention and the intended topic of the podcast from yesterday to today hasn't changed, but there were things that were coming out that I was like, okay, I want to see how this plays out before I sit down and talk about it. So, um, apparently there was, so the, the question is now yesterday, let's back up just a second and go to our, uh, you know, civics 101, um, and see exactly where we stand in the process. So yesterday was the day that all of the states had to, all the electors for the electoral college had to place their votes and seal them and send them to the Senate. And they have to all have to arrive, I believe, by the 26th. We'll get there in a second. I've got a, a graphic for that that we can take a look at. And we'll see exactly what day they have to be in the Senate. And then we'll talk about what is the next step. But so yesterday, I w- was going to talk a little bit about Bill Barr uh, resigning We'll talk about that next week and just see exactly, because I don't know a whole lot of details. Reality is that dude should have been fired months ago. You know, we know now that the Hunter Biden, he came out, Hunter himself came out and said, oh, I'm under investigation. And the Department of Justice has basically been hiding the fact that they've been investigating, uh, Hunter Biden for whatever issues, the laptop, uh, you know, selling influence, selling access to his father as the vice president. So on, there's so many things there that could have been influential in the election. So they were like, well, we just didn't want this to come out until after the election. Well, you now have a bunch of people who have voted for a man who may have been involved in his son's selling access to him to foreign dignitaries and whoever, you know, who knows who has gotten through Hunter Biden, who has gotten access to Joe Biden and has gotten influence in that way. So there's a lot of stuff that had, that should have been public knowledge that was not public knowledge. And for whatever the reason, I mean, Bill Barr should have just been fired. Trump should have fired him. A long time ago. 
so we'll get more information on the whole Bill Barr thing, and then you know potentially we'll talk about him sometime down the road. But today I want to talk about this whole issue that, and and like I said initially I saw the 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 posts on Facebook and Twitter and stuff that, and it, I thought it said Nevada had gone ahead and voted for for Trump, but then I was seeing things that said Arizona had actually cast their electoral votes for Trump. The 11, Nevada had six, Arizona had seven, and so, or 11. But this is an old uh, elector ballot. Um, but this is what it looks like. This is what the state of Arizona will send to the Congress, and that will be counted, and those will be, you know, at which point president-elect will be um, what's the word I'm looking for? Uh, solidified, I guess, is the word that I'm looking for. But apparently there was a group of uh, Protect the Vote Arizona, some group, that turned in a fake electoral ballot, elector ballot, um, to somebody um, with the votes going to Trump. So here's my problem with this. Here is my problem. All right. We've just gone through weeks of, and, and some of it is, is valid, you know, hundreds of affidavits of, of people uh, alleging voter fraud and improprieties in different places and all kinds of things going on. So we're, we're dealing with the, the thought that the Democrats are cheating to steal this election. And then someone's going to come in on the other side and try to cheat uh, for, sorry, I forgot to turn down my phone, so I'm going to do that now, um, and essentially come in and cheat and turn in a fake ballot? How, how, how do you justify that? How do you, how do you deal with that? And how is it that the same people who are so outraged over Dominion voting machines and, and late ballots and, and stuff like that in Georgia and whatever aren't horrible, outraged about this? Here is my thing. And this again, you know, this is where Kurt Kennedy and I very much agree in the fact that hashtag stay balanced. You, you cannot complain about voter fraud on one side. And then not complain about people submitting a fake electoral ballot. You cannot. And you can't try to justify this. You can't. You can't. It is. It's. This is cheating as much as anything else would be cheating. So. My again, my question is, is why aren't we seeing the same people that are so angry? And again, with the, the complaints of. Uh, collusion and stuff like that with the 2016 why did we not see the same people who were crying out collusion and impeach and so on who were angered by the fact that there were hundreds of eyewitness reports of impropriety in votes in other places or why were the people who were not who were like oh well you know whatever with collusion not the same way do you, do you see where I'm getting at we, we sit and we constantly watch people in this nation flip-flop on all of these, these issues as long as it aligns with them. And that's why, I mean, amazingly enough, I 
somewhat agree with Beth Moore. I know it, it hurts to say that. On the tweet that she put out, they got one, I want to say 19.3 responses. Not many of them good. Decrying Christian nationalism. Now, I have no problem with taking our Christianity, taking our faith, and letting it influence our politics. But as soon as we let our politics influence our faith, there's something wrong. So now if we're going to say Christian nationalism is the Trump cult, which it's there and it is real, they, these are people that the majority of them, if you really press them on what is the gospel and so on, a lot of them probably aren't really Christian. Trump's not Christian, right? The man himself said, I, I, I don't need to repent. I don't think like that. He's never asked forgiveness. He is not a Christian. Bottom line, period. And I would imagine a lot of the people who are willing to just bend over backwards for anything Trump. And again, I mean, I didn't vote for him based off of the locker room talk, which was not locker room talk. I didn't vote for that man. And I would not. And I didn't vote for him again this time. Go ahead and at me. I don't care. You can say whatever you want to say. Oh, you, you, it's your fault. Okay, sure, it's my fault. Utah still all went to Trump. It didn't make a difference how I voted. I didn't vote for Biden, Biden either, so there you go. But I completely lost my train of thought. So, But I was willing to go say, okay, I can see the things that were good that this guy did, and I'm going to call out the things that were bad. And yes, there were a lot of policy issues and stuff like that that he did that were good. But there were a lot that I, I did not agree with. This man is, is fully on board with LGBTQ rights. This man is fully on board with, with abortion in exceptions of... Uh, incest and rape and and health of the mother which can really at this point mean anything so he's not pro-choice he is is not pro-marriage in either of these things these these things that we find as christians that we are very much voting for and he did not defund planned parenthood i mean he took about 10 percent away of what the government gives to them but in no way did he ever completely defund planned parenthood which he said he was going to do so in those cases, I mean, I'd, I'm, I'm okay with the fact that I didn't vote for Trump. And again, we, we got through eight years of Obama and we got through eight years of Clinton. We can get through a, a 15 minutes of Biden and four years at least of Harris. And then we get another election coming up in four years. And if we can just put forward somebody who is not ridiculous, then we... We have a chance of, of leveling the playing field in this country, I guess, if we're going to say anything like that. But I was just blown out of my mind that there's a fact that, that somebody tried to, to cheat after all the, the hollering and hooting and hollering about voter fraud and everything else. That people tried to cheat in Arizona. I mean, why is it that so many people believe that the golden rule is do unto others as they have done unto you. I mean, I know it, it makes us look weak and, it, and, you know, we have to, it's almost like we're letting people walk all over us when we actually pl- live out the golden rule, do unto others as you would have them do unto you, unto you. I mean, I don't want any other state 
putting forward a fake elector ballot. So why would I be okay with with the people on my side, supposedly? And again, I'm not a Republican. I left the Republican Party when they nominated that dude, the orange man bad, right? I, I, I became an independent. I did not re-register as a Republican to vote this time around. I voted as an independent or unaffiliated. And depending on who the, the Republican Party puts forward as their standard bearer next time, it may determine whether or not I go back to the Republican Party. I don't think the Republican Party is going to last very long. I don't think the Democrat Party is going to be around very long either. <clears throat> That's a show for another day as well. So, I mean, it just, again, I, I just had to rant a little bit about the ridiculousness of this crap of, of some group, Protect the Vote Arizona, putting forward a fake certificate to, to try to cheat in the election, essentially, to try to convince people that Trump had won. So that brings us to the question, and, and it is, what, what, where do we go next? What, is it, what, what happens next, right? And so i got to move out of the way because I, I, I tried to blow this up as much as possible so people can read it. Um, but here we are. We just passed step number four. Um, the certification and all the electors get together and they vote. So December 23rd is the day that all of those uh, ballots have to be turned into the Congress um, so they can uh, have them and they will be sealed until January 6th, which is when all those will be unsealed and all the votes will be counted. And that is the day that the president, well, potentially the day that the president-elect will be announced. So again, one, there's no constitutional office of the president-elect, even though Trump did it and Obama did it. Had their, their little podiums and, and stuff like that. And I complained both times with both of those dudes. Uh, so, again, staying consistent in my worldview. If I'm going to complain about Obama doing it, I'm going to complain about Trump doing it. And I'm going to complain again about Biden doing it because there is no office of the president-elect. Okay? I mean, again, if, if that's the case, I can put myself in an office of the president-elect or the you know, the mayor-elect or whatever I want to be the elect of and make my own office, right? So, but January 6th is when that'll be counted. Now, if there is a disputation, senators can object to the votes as they're pulled out and counted. So maybe somebody, senator in, in Georgia, can, can object to the votes there saying that they think there's fraud and then there can be more debate and so on. And essentially what can happen is I believe if it's the for the president, if neither one gets to 270, um, it, it comes down to the House of Representatives, the 530, is it 535, five, however many, um, 538 um, members of, of the House that vote and there has to be a majority vote for whoever is the president. And then the Senate votes for the vice president. So again, I mean, it, it gives you so many weird scenarios. If it doesn't just play out according to the electoral college that we could literally end up with like a Trump Harris, um, or a, um, or a Biden Pence, you know, just weird things. But 
again, I'm, I'm fairly confident. Again, now I'm seeing all kinds of posts and stuff. My older brother posted something on my sister's page about some executive order, one, two, eight, three, eight, or I don't know, some, some crazy crap that essentially if the uh, Department of Homeland Security or somebody comes in and says there's an issue here that, I don't know, martial law is going to be, it's just ridiculous. It's over. It literally is over. Now, it doesn't mean I'm happy about it. I wish some of these allegations of voter fraud had been more looked into. I wish there was um, some closure on, I mean, literally hundreds of signed affidavits that were just essentially ignored in Georgia and Michigan and other places. I guess uh, lists in Michigan of like, 15,000 people that voted that were under the age of 18. This all should have been investigated and Barr should have done the investigation. Another reason I think he should have been fired. But at this point, votes have been certified. Now, again, it doesn't mean I'm absolutely happy about it. I'm not excited about the potential of a, a Kamala Harris presidency, which, again, I'm going to to double down on my prediction that Biden will be the president for as long as it takes for them to invoke the 25th Amendment and deem him unfit for office, unfit to to perform the duties of president, and he's going to be out, Kamala's going to be in, and who knows who she's going to bring in as her VP. You know, AOC or Cory Booker or any Bernie Sanders. Who knows what, what kind of crazy socialist wacko she's going to bring in. But... We will not have a Joe Biden as president for very long. It's going to be Kamala Harris, right? And then that brings me to another thing. And this is just this is just a, a, a sidetrack on that. So many people are coming up with the fact that, trying to say she's not black, because her, I guess, I think her mom is, I can't remember. One of her parents is uh, Jamaican, and one of her parents is Indian. And so... They're saying, well, she's not really black. Well, I, I challenge you to to pick out of a, a crowd of, of people of color, the Jamaican and, and the person who's African-American, right? We don't, we in this, this country don't differentiate between the two. I mean, unless we know who they are and so on. But again, we look at people who are Jamaican and we call them black. So this whole thing, and I mean, I'm seeing it from people on the left and the right. And I'm like, this this is the thing we're going to go after. I mean, can we not for just a minute stop and and just, you know, I guess this is actually, uh, you know, well, it's not. Can we not come back and judge someone on the content of their character, not the color of their skin? And I mean, when we look at the content of her character, it's not great. There's enough there of the content of her character. Then we then we have to go about talking about, well, is she really black or not? I mean, that's just dumb. That That is ridiculous. And that irritates me just as much as somebody turning in a, a false certificate of vote. So here's where we're at. Uh, those are being sent in. All of them have to be to Congress by the 23rd. If not, Congress will get with those states and say, get them here now. And on the 6th, they get opened up, they counted, and then we have a, a, a official president-elect at that point. The Congress recognizes that, and then January 20th at noon, 
likely it's going to be Joe Biden is going to be inaugurated as the 46th president of the United States and then rapidly turn around and turn that over to Kamala Harris. And so this was this is the last thing I want to just kind of talk about here. What the hell is wrong with 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 our country and defining words and stuff like that? I mean, we literally in the last six months, we have seen Merriam Webster redefine certain terms because like preference and and I can't remember orientation, I think, was something that they they redefined in order to appease the LGBTQ AI LMNOP QRS whatever group. And now we can't define person. How is it? What what the, what is wrong with with uh, media and journalism and just people in America that we cannot go? You cannot have two people as the person of the year. Now, can we call it persons? Whatever. But this is just. I mean, this is ridiculous. This is the stuff I have to. As I'm trying to teach my four-year-old daughter that I have to navigate around garbage like this. Because apparently anymore words don't have meaning. We've just, we, we just, whatever, words mean whatever we want them to mean, whenever we want them to mean it. And this is part of the problem with the downfall of American society. Is we just refuse to, to, to recognize words and their meanings and so on and or we're redefining them to appease this group and that group and whatever and it's just it's it's freaking mind-boggling you know i mean i don't know i i'm i'm just i'm at an absolute loss that they would literally make give you a person of the year and say joe biden and kamala harris as, as if they're like interchangeable or, I mean, they're going to be pretty interchangeable come January 20th when, when the inauguration happens and then immediately we turn around and we get Kamala. Or Kamala, I, I don't know how she pronounces her name. I, I try to pronounce it all possible ways um, in every podcast where I have to talk about her in order to cover my bases. But then again, I'm, I'm talking about the election and I've... I've I've lent some kind of legitimacy to the voter fraud stuff. So YouTube's probably going to just shut this video down anyway, you know, because we can't talk about election. We can't talk about, I mean, yeah, we can't talk about voter fraud and we have two person of the year. I I mean, it is, it is just, it is mind boggling. And again, I mean, we see just the, the ridiculous stuff on both sides. The conspiracy theories on both sides. You've got, you know, one side going, well, there, there's this and this is going to happen. And then the other side is like, well, Trump's never going to leave the White House and we're going to have to go in there with the military and drag him out. And he's going to be holding on to, you know, the the leg of the resolute desk and, uh, you know, whatever. No. Once this all goes down, when when the electors are done and... The votes are counted and January 6th comes and goes and January 20th comes and goes. Donald Trump is going to leave. He's not going to leave quietly, but he's not going to 
pulled up and and have to you know like Scarface Scarface say hello to my little friend. You know he's gonna leave. Joe Biden will move in. And, oh, don't even get uh, there's another story that was out that don't even get me started about the pet psychic talking to Joe Biden's dogs because this again this is the downfall of American civilization that people will give more credence to the the pet psychic that that had a conversation with Joe Biden's dog over Scott Atlas uh, and whether or not masks actually work or not. Right. And so, I mean, it's just, it it is so far gone. I mean, at this point I'm like, (laughs) I'm kind of happy that I'm not fully in the post meal camp yet. (laughs) I mean, I'm, I'm slowly being dragged into, into post mill, but I'm not there yet. And I'm kind of glad because I'm like, I'm, I'm really, there's a part of me that's really hoping that somewhere along the line in the next little bit, there's going to be a rapture. Jesus is coming back and all this is going to be go away because I can't imagine it going on any longer. Cause that's, it, it is, it is seriously scary. We're no longer willing to define what a person is whether it's singular, plural, or otherwise, we're no longer willing to define what a woman or a man or orientation or preference or any of those things are as they were. We have to redefine and ignore and, you know, science. Yeah, no. Here again, see if I can just throw in a whole bunch of stuff to see if I can get my, my podcast canceled. Um, you can't come at me with any kind of scientific evidence on COVID-19, masks, uh, viral infection, asymptomatic spread, any of those things. If you're not willing to say Elliot Page, I'll, I'm willing to call her whatever name she wants to be called, but she is still a she. And if you're not willing to stand up and say Elliot Page is a woman, then don't come at me with anything else science because you are the epitome of science denier. And that seems like a good place to finish it up. So um, we'll see what happens in the next week. We will uh, see again. What comes next is Congress gets to open up ballots and count, and that'll be January 6th. So between now and then, we hit hopefully a lot more good football. The Broncos won this week. The University of Utah Utes won this week. Uh, unfortunately, BYU won this week. That That's the only bad thing. And... The jazz one. So sports are, are kind of the only thing giving me any kind of hope right now. Um, I just miss the crowd in there. I'm not, I don't, I'm not big on quiet sports. So there you go. Um, between now and January 6th, just focus on having a good time with your family. Enjoy the holidays. Um, let's not get too caught up in conspiracy theories or anything else. And as always, preach the gospel at all times. Use words. They're necessary. Until next week, Soli Deo Gloria.